Hi, I'm John Marr, and I'm here today with Nancy Saperstone, Senior HR Business Partner at Insight, a human resources and employee benefits consulting firm based in Massachusetts with offices in Dedham and Beverly. Today we're talking about reducing turnover and increasing retention. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you for having me. Sure. So, Nancy, we all know that reducing turnover is important, but can you talk about some of the reasons why? Yeah, you know, probably one of the main reason is for costs, and there are a couple different costs that go into turnover when you have employees leaving all the time. The first is really the direct cost to recruit, hire, and train an employee, and it's hard to really quantify exactly what that number is, but there's been a lot of research around what that number could be, and it it can range anywhere from you know, $1,000 to $4,000 per employee just to recruit, hire, and train a new employee. So mm. that's a lot of money when you start thinking about just that one aspect of, you know, replacing an employee. There are also a lot of indirect costs, which can include decrease in productivity, um, because now the department is down an employee or two. Quality starts to suffer because they're down employees. Deadlines might start being you know, pushed back. Um, deliverables don't get done. And employees really struggle to keep up. So when you add those indirect costs along with those direct costs, you can end up you know, really adding up to anywhere from 50 to 60% of an employee's annual salary is what the research is telling us. So um, putting it all together, there is a huge cost to turnover. Also, the other big piece is that you lose a lot of historical knowledge. Again, that historical knowledge can start to break down productivity um, and quality, but it also starts to affect morale of your employees as well. Right, so you're talking about like the systems, uh, you know, how the business runs, all of the different details of how things have to happen. You have you lose an employee that's been there for ten or twenty right, years or right. something like that, and, and you, you lose a lot of that, you know, knowledge of how the systems how, all work. Right, how things work, or client interactions and customer databases and information that you know what interactions happened, and a lot of that may not be documented. So now you have an employee who left and they walked away with that client contact. Right. And then if, if you have uh, a period of time where you're down an employee, like you said, the other employees start to feel overworked. Maybe they have to put in extra hours to make up for it. Right. And then they start to not be happy with their jobs. And then you have, could have you know a snowball effect where you lose exactly. even more employees and that wouldn't be good. Right. Very mm. Exactly. That's It just ends up you know snowballing out of, out of place and you know everybody's unhappy. Right. So what are some of the primary reasons that employees leave? You know, there, there are two basic reasons. They're either involuntary or they're voluntary. Um, involuntary reasons why employees leave might be because, you know, you have to lay them off. Um, there's just not enough work for them, or it might be due to poor performance. Um, that's the company's decision. What we're talking about here is really more the voluntary reason why employees leave. You know, it's more out of your control, although it really is in your control because you can do things to retain those employees. Um, but maybe they're leaving um, because they're going to move out of town. That type of reason might be more um, out of your control, but that maybe they're leaving because they're not challenged. Maybe they're leaving because they have a bad manager or they have a bad work environment. Those are the things that we're trying to really make an impact in and trying to retain our employees. But ultimately, most voluntary terminations, they're leaving because they're unhappy about something. Okay. So 
people leave, you know, that you, you, a lot of people change jobs and that sort of thing. But how does a company know if they have a problem with turnover? Right. I think intuitively we kind of have an idea like, hmm, maybe we should take a look at this. Um, but we should kind of also look at the metrics and really start to measure that so that you can make an, a determination over time where uh, you have issues. So you can track turnover and there's some easy ways to do this. Probably the easiest way is to take the total number of employees you have that have left the company over a period of time and divide that by the total number of people at the company. So for example, if you have a full staff of 100 employees and over a year 10 people leave, that would make your turnover 10%. Okay. Um, so you want to look at that and you know start measuring it year over year or month over month, quarter over quarter, whatever makes sense for you, and then look at that and see if there's any trends in your turnover and see if it's an issue. The other thing to do is I would look at that if you know you have in a department which you think has more turnover than another department, you know, you might want to look at that by department, not necessarily as a company as a whole, but maybe you're going to look at your sales department and your accounting department, um, your finance department, whatever it may be, but kind of look at where you might have issues and kind of start to measure that and look at the trends over time. Are there any baselines or standards, you know, for by industry or by type of job or, or anything like that, that I might be able to figure out like what, you know, what a standard turnover rate might be. Maybe I just have no idea whether or not I, I even match up with other companies in my industry. Right. There are some standards out there, um, but I think a lot of it's going to also depend on the market, your employees, the job. So there are standards, but I kind of would rather look at it from your particular company and, mm -hmm. and kind of see if we can make some determinations. You know, So if I had a 5% turnover rate last year and all of a sudden it's 15% this exactly. year, that's more important. Right, exactly. Okay. So how do I determine then why employees are leaving? Because you know, the, the reason why they're leaving is probably one of the most important factors. Exactly. So you know, the first thing to do is talk to your employees that are leaving. If they're voluntarily terminating, they're resigning, conducting exit interviews is one of the best ways to kind of understand their reasons for termination. Um, you can also talk to their manager and find out from their manager if there was anything that they might have come to the manager to talk about or department head, whatever it may be. Again, if this is an involuntary termination, you're likely not going to be able to get that as exit interview information. Um, but if it is a voluntary resignation, typically the employee will talk openly with you. Mm. The other big way to get it is through an employee engagement survey, and that's where you'll survey your current employees and you can talk to them about benefits, compensation, work-life balance, their managers, the training they're getting, the work environment, their opportunities, and talking to them and kind of finding out what they think about those different topics will really help you kind of see where there are pain points within the company that you might not have realized existed. Okay. When we're talking about retention, what are some of the reasons that employees leave where we might be able to have an impact on that? So I think there are a lot of reasons we can make an impact. Um, and ultimately, really, I always think it boils down to happy employees stay. Um, so we need to understand what makes employees happy um, and what makes them happy within our own company. But there are a couple really employee wants that all employees kind of feel like they want. Um, and that includes, you know, a good, safe work environment that's been in the press a lot lately. Mm -hmm. um, but creating that safe environment. Employees want a good boss. They want good coworkers. They want, a, you know, a place where they can come in and talk to somebody, have some camaraderie. They want opportunities for growth and development. 
challenging work. And this is especially important for millennials who are really, you know, it, we they get a bad rap that everybody thinks they're just jumping ship, you know, from job to job to job. Mm-hmm. But really, what they're looking for is opportunity and challenging work. So if we can create that for them within the company, then they're going to stay. So really understanding, you know, what they want. Um, employees also want work-life balance. They want recognition for their hard work, and that could be either through compensation, it could be through a reward program, through a bonus program, through incentives. There's different ways to reward and recognize employees. You know, we mentioned um, camaraderie, but being a part of a team is really important, Mm -hmm. especially I think workforces have changed over the last 10 plus years, and we work a lot more in teams now. So um, kind of fostering that good team environment is really important. And then the other things that employees want is to be treated fairly. Um, They want to feel like they're being compensated fairly, that, you know, they have fair opportunities for growth and for promotions, that they understand the goals that they're supposed to be achieving, and that they also have the resources to do their job. There's nothing more frustrating than feeling like I just don't have what I need to get my job done. Right. You know, and the last thing is communication. Employees want to know what's going on. And that kind of is that trickle down, open door, old school communication is so important. We can't underscore how important communication is, you know, at all different levels across the company to make sure that employees know what's going on, know the direction of the company, know what the company goals are, know what their department goals are, um, where they fit in, what the trajectory is how the company is doing, the more you can communicate, um, you'll find you'll have happier employees. Okay. So what can we do, you know, as a company to help give some of those things to the employees that they're looking for? Yeah. So, you know, probably the first thing you can do is hire the right people. And I think we sometimes get caught behind, you know, always, you know, making sure we're doing right by our employees. But really, the first step to that is making sure we get the right people in the in the job to start with. And a lot of times we end up being in a situation where we're down an employee and we have to hire somebody really quickly. So we just kind of pull the trigger and hire somebody. Right. The first um, person that you interview. Right. Yeah. And that first person might be the right person. But, you know, it, understand what you're looking for and what you need in that employee before you actually hire them, because bad hires lead to turnover. So it's really important to hire the um, make sure you're hiring the right person. And then once you've hired them to kind of understand how you're going to onboard them and kind of assimilate them to your company. So if you look at some of the data, it tells us that a good onboarding program is going to lead to a more successful employee. So think about how you are training them, you know, kind of on the day-to-day job, um, how you're training them, you know, in terms of the basics in the administrative basics we sometimes forget about but you know those frustrations can make an, a new hire very unhappy if they don't know where to put their expense report um, and how to get reimbursed for you know their travel or whatever it may right. be so you know think about how you're training them how you're onboarding them how they're you're introducing them to other employees how you're making them a part of that team if you're putting together a mentor program what's the right fit for them um, so really kind of making sure you have a smooth transition for your employees. So there's been a lot in the news lately about the work environment, especially with uh, harassment and things like that. How does that play into retention? Yeah, so I had I have safe work environment down as one of my employee wants, right. and I think that's really been highlighted a lot lately. 
Um, and it really, employees deserve and they want to be in a safe environment. So it's not just kind of the right thing to do. It's a legal thing to do. We need to provide employees with that level of safety, you know, and provide them a good environment in terms of any threats, violence, of harassment or discrimination. Because if they're not safe, if they don't feel that safety, they're going to leave. And likely if they're leaving because of that reason, it's going to be more than retention issues that you're having. You're going to have legal issues. So it's really important to make sure that we are providing our employees with a safe environment. Is a big part of that making sure that they understand what the process is that they should go through if they feel threatened or something like that. And and to know that, you know, the higher up people are not just going to push them away, but are actually going to listen to what their concerns are. That's what I think. Yeah, it's definitely, it's important to do harassment training at all levels and especially for all new hires, letting them know where to go if they do feel uncomfortable, if they feel like it's a bad situation, who they can talk to, what the company's philosophy is on it. And then the company then has to take action when they do have somebody who does raise a concern and not just brush it under the rug, but really take action, do an investigation and take the appropriate you know, remedial action if necessary. Right. So you mentioned challenging employees. How do companies go about doing that? Yeah, it's important um, to really challenge employees. Um, and, you know, this is, again, this is back to the millennials, but it's not just the millennials. It's everybody that wants to be challenged. People really want to make sure that they have meaningful work. Busy work is kind of a, a thing of the past. Everybody wants meaningful work. And we can all kind of do that. But we also maybe need to balance it if we need to with the administrative. So if you have a job that is more highly administrative, how can you balance that and kind of make it so that the employee does feel like they still are challenged despite, you know, having to get other responsibilities done. You also want to encourage employees to be involved in decision making and empower them. So in all different levels, that's a way to really challenge employees and let them think for themselves. Um, Let them take ownership. Don't micromanage them. You know, don't be somebody who's constantly on top of them and, you know, saying, I need this now, I need this then. Trust your employees to get things done. You know, we live now in more of what we call a results-oriented workforce where, you know, an employee is given a project and a deadline and it doesn't matter when they get that done or how they get it done as long as it gets done and it gets done on time and it gets done well. Um, so trust that our your employees are going to do that and that you're not going to micromanage them. Right. Um, so if a pl- an employee comes to you and says, hey, I think I have a better way to do this uh, or, you know, a different way to do this, maybe encourage them and right, say, hey, give, give that a try. Let's see how it works for a couple of months or something like that. Right. And if we like it, we'll implement your system. Right, right. So give them a chance to really make a difference is, you know, a great way to challenge them. You know, and also, you know, we talked about communicating with employees, getting to know them, understand what their career goals are, understand where they're looking to go. That will help you challenge them because now you know more about them. You know what they're looking for. Right. So as we challenge employees and we, and we push them harder, what are some of the things that companies should watch out for? Probably the biggest one is making sure that you continue to be fair to them and kind of understanding um, you know, the feedback program and understanding how you're going to let them know what their feedback is because you know employees think it's not fair when all of a sudden they're just like taking off a project Mm. but you know maybe it was you tried that new way and it didn't work so we need to move on to a different situation so making sure that you're giving ongoing feedback to your employees and not just the annual performance review 
but also giving them ongoing feedback, um, compensating them fairly, giving them bonuses, giving them incentives, you know, and then also celebrating group successes. So, you know, we talked about teamwork and how it's so important to have a team, you know, now is, you know, celebrate those teams and, you know, get them to work together to help foster that work. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned communication in terms of feedback, but how is how important is it otherwise? Yeah, communication is important, not just when it comes to feedback, but it's really going to be kind of the pillar of a good work environment. So again, making sure that you've talked about what the company is doing, listening to your employee concerns, don't keep employees in the dark. Tell them, you know, you know, we like to report, you know, financials every quarter. Um, it's a great way to understand what's going on. Um, so really, the more you can give your employees in terms of communication, not just on their own performance, but the company performance, the projects, the direction is going to help with the employee's happiness and keeping them. Okay. So that's a lot of information. But if you had to leave employers with one key takeaway, what would it be? So my mantra is kind of this happy employees stay. Um, And that's the big takeaway for me is to make sure that your employees are happy and whatever you can do to make those employees happy is going to help them stay. It's gonna reduce your turnover. It's gonna increase your retention. So looking at it kind of holistically from the employee experience, from the hire to the onboarding, to how you're challenging them, giving them meaningful work, how you're giving them feedback, how you're communicating with them, how you're rewarding them, how you're recognizing them. All of that together is going to help make happy employees, and then hopefully they'll stay. All right. That's great advice. Thanks again for speaking with me today, Nancy. Thank you. And for more information, visit insightperformance.com or call 781-326-8201. 